Anti-Fuddy Duddy Bible Study, CJ and I welcome you. All right. Uh, well, I hope you got your shots. Not that bad. <laughs> Not that so-called vaccine shot, but the shots for the chapter that we're reading. That leprosy. You need that leprosy shot, yeah. right? <laughs> Them unholy herpes, man. You don't want none of that. So, um, yeah, we are in part three. This is this is the stage three shot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is stage three shot of uh, dealing with uh, with lepers, or actually in the Old Testament, it's called zarat, or, or it could be pronounced uh, zarat, right? In my Bible, it's spelled in my you know uh, Hebrew study Bible or Jewish Messianic Bible, it's pronounced zarat. Uh, but you guys know that my Hebrew sucks anyway, so uh, <laughs> make sure you look it up for yourself. You know, go and do the thing where it like pronounces it for you. you hear it in a robotic voice, Zarat, you know, Zarat, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whichever, you know. No. Uh, but anyway, you know, that pronunciation I'm sure is going to be better than mine. Uh, well, bottom line is you don't want it. Don't right, get it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, let us get. I hope you guys are doing well, and we're about to do even better because. The, the high priest and king, the Holy Spirit, right, in his name. He's about to take the floor, man, yes. and tell us how the cow eat the cabbage, right? <laughs> so we got, we're about to get schooled by the Holy Spirit, and we love it. Uh, so let the clown, the class clown, go ahead and step aside for a second. Actually, let me stand <laughs> right here and, uh, and invite and welcome uh, our high priest and king. Lord, we hope our study is a blessing to you. Yes. Uh, help us to... Uh, you know, to edify each other uh, with uh, based on what it is that you tell us. And, uh, you know, we want to be effective salt and light for you, Lord. We want to be fruitful for your glory. We want to be able yes. to turn folks on to you and uh, do what we can uh, to uh, report of you in a way that's pleasing to you. Just uh, and, and no other truth get in the way, not our self-righteousness, not anything. Uh, get in the way of uh, what it is that you want known, what uh, you need for us to know so that we can know you and recognize you. Um, so we thank you so much for that, uh, Father, and your resolve and your shalom and your joy to all in this fellowship right now. We thank you guys so much for showing up. Um, the Lord's blessing to you, and let's bless him with this study. Yes. All right. In Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. You know, you can really bless him with one of these mugs. He loves it when you toast him with these mugs. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Right? It makes everything taste so much better. It'll turn your coffee into wine. Yeah. Okay. Now that works too. All right. Turn your water into wine, then turn your wine into coffee, and then, you know. I was going to say. <laughs> hey, why not? It's, it's like chameleon coffee, or, you know, it just turns into whatever you want, right? It's yeah. a magical mug. Exactly. It's a, ma it's a magical mug. Actually, we do. The sludge mugs are like magic mugs. Sludge, not sludge. Sludge, sludge mugs. Well, I mean, because when I drink my coffee, I drink it like sludge, yeah. man, right? Yeah. That's how I like my grind, man. Pun intended. <laughs> that's right. Gunpowder. That's, that's how I like my grind. Right. Motor oil when I make it, man, because I like, you know, because I like to put I like almond milk. Right. And I like to dump a whole bunch of almond milk and like sugar in it. So I need like a robust coffee, like a, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to stand up to it. It's like, hey, there's some coffee in here still. There's a little bit of ruins in it, But, you know, you know, it's, I, I, I like my coffee, you know, like really sweet. So mm -hmm. like you, sweet. baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that means that you too sweet. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm straight up hyperglycemic on your loving up in here, girl. Yeah. You <laughs> dork. Dork all day. Okay, let's do it. So we're at uh, 13, uh, and let's kick it off on um, 40. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Verse 40. Was it verse 40? Yeah. See, my man, something's going on, man. I got gremlins, man. My, my scrolly thing has scrolled away from where it was supposed to be. There it is. Right. All right, we back on track. Leviticus 13, verse 40. That's right, Leviticus 13, verse 40. All right. Let's do it, man. I can't stop drinking this coffee. It tastes so good coming out of this mug, man. <laughs> mm. Right on, right on. Okay, so uh, 40 through 44. Let's see. Um, where are you at, 40? Come on, 40. Where are you at? Okay. Baldness. <laughs> it's like, so, <laughs> with, with, with that peanut head of yours, you had a hard time finding this one? Okay. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> if a man's hair has fallen from his head, he is bald. All right, he's got that... Uh, the, what was that? The, the, the alopecia, right? Aww. <laughs> alopecia. All right, he is clean, but that's see, He's still clean, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, or if the borders of his face become bald, his forehead is bald. He's a bald forehead. It's like, what did he normally have there? Like some like big old eyebrows or something right. like that? That big caterpillar crawling across his face or something? <laughs> it's like, I got a forehead mustache, man. <laughs> like a wolf man. <laughs> like my forehead. That's what I was picturing. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's just talking about, you know, the the you know the where the where the hairline meets, you know, the oh. forehead. It's, I'm pretty sure that's what it's talking about. <laughs> Setting up for male pattern. I did need clarification. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you have some people like them, them her suit folks, man. Like probably like a, what was that name? Uh, Esau. I mean, he oh. probably had just just hair just, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like yeah. coming all the way down. You know, it's like like a <laughs> you know, long like eyebrows and like snuffleupagus or something like that. You know, <laughs> um, let me see. So we got uh, okay. So he's clean. You know, despite you know this baldness of his forehead, uh, his forehead is bald. Uh, he is clean, but on the bald head or bald forehead, there is a reddish. If this, if he's got this reddish, white plague funky stuff it's zarat breaking out on his bald head breaking out in his bald head or bald forehead then the cohen is to examine him and behold if the rising of the plague is reddish white on his bald head or bald forehead like the appearance of zarat in the skin of the flesh the, he is a man with zarat uh, which, or one could say leprosy. I don't know if it's like the modern leprosy. We talked about this like earlier and right. stuff like that. This is a uh, zara in the skin of the flesh. The modern leprosy, like what they uh, what they call Hansen's disease, right? So this is uh, and like I said, we talked about this like in the last chapter. So I'm not gonna you know belabor it too much more. But I uh, hope you guys will at least listen to the previous chapters when we you know talk about uh, like the, this uh, leprosy like in the New Testament. You know, in contrast to uh, Zarat, you know, this basically it's like it's uh, an easy thing to just kind of sum them up as one and the same. And, and, and for all intents and purposes, they do relate to each other. But uh, there's there's some nuances in here. And like I said, we, we won't go into that too much in this chapter, but we it, we do discuss it in the, in the previous ones. Uh, he is a man with Zarat. He is unclean. The Cohen shall definitely pronounce him unclean. His plague mark is on his head. OK, so. Um, he's got this baldness, and if it doesn't show certain signs, then he's clean. He's more than he, he's more than clean. He's Mr. Clean. 
Oh, right? Mr. <laughs> Clean. Hey, is it a coincidence? You know, it's like Mr. Clean, they gonna make him a bald head and all that sort of stuff. You know? I never Ms. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. You should have missed the clean, Mr. Clean. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Was it cleans your house in just a minute, Mr. Clean, oh, Mr. Clean, cleans up everything that's in it. Something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, Zoe, you're, you're, you're old. <laughs> no. This was the jingles back in the day, man. <laughs> Mr. Clean show. It's like, you know, it kind of fits. Like, you know, he's got the bald head, you know, he's got the earring, the servant earring and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I'm here to clean I your house. I thought about that. How right? weird. And so I guess, you know, he was also, uh, it was suggested that he was supposed to be a genie, you know, just like Mr. Clean is like genie in a bottle, cleans up all your messes and stuff like that. It wasn't yeah. really supposed to be a genie, but, you know. Um, anyway, I just think that's that's a funny correlation. It is. Right? <laughs> um, so now let's see. When we talk about bald, y'all, uh, bald, the word for bald is going to be uh, karaok. And uh, it's particularly the balding at the back of the head when we talk about the carry-out kind of balding, right? The, okay. Or the crown or, or what, you, what, what have you. Uh, then then uh, there's the other kind of baldness that's going to start from the front. So we talk about that forehead uh, balding. Oh, yeah. It's basically talking about male pattern baldness, right? That's going to be uh, gabaoth, gabaoth, off. You know my Hebrew sucks, right? <laughs> So um, that's that's going to be like more like that that male pattern baldness. Um, and when we're talking about, um, let me see, the uh, lip, like you'll hear, we're going to talk about that in just a second. You know, just while we're here, uh, when we talk about the lip, it's going to be really more so referring to the mustache when the person has to call out unclean and stuff like that. Okay. They're, so they're covering, you know, their mustache. Uh, so... Um, when you, when you get down to it, it's almost like this person's got this, like, uh, you know, they're supposed to kind of, like, let their hand, you know, their hair, like, hang. You know, it's like, I don't know what hair they have left. It's like it's balding all out and stuff like that. And it's like, it's kind of like this nappy male pattern ballless mullet that they got going on, right? And it's like, uh, you know, I guess that wouldn't be a mullet, but like, is it like balding out? That's, that's like a skullet. You know, oh. that, that they got going on there. Uh, so at any rate, um, that's what's going on in there. Let's take a look at, uh, and we're going to tie all this stuff together. And was just that minute. intentional? Like, what's that's that? how they wore their hair? That's a, that, that was the order. You oh, know? my goodness. Uh, the, priest, the priest had to do that? The, uh, the, when they announced the person who had uh, Zaharat, that's what they had to do. Oh, okay. Right? It's like they, they, it had to be very, they had to be uh, very clear that they were showing symptoms yeah, right? Yeah. You yeah. couldn't just profile everybody. Right. Right? You know, we'll talk about that a little bit. The sick, <laughs> the sick were quarantined. Yes. Not everybody. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, like I said, as we've long said, ever since the start of this, y'all, we've been saying it for a while. It's like, dude, the Bible tells us how we're supposed to do this. Yes. This this whole thing that's going on right now is just so outside of the Word of God. But that's how you know. It's anti-common sense and anti-science. Right. And very, very anti-God. And very anti-God. Right, most yes. important. That's where it starts. It's like, you know, God is the all science. Yep. I'm the, he's, the, he's the omniscience, yep. right? That's the real science right there. But not only does it not square up with that, it doesn't square up with the scientific methods of man and, right. and the things that have outlined. It's like, dude, this, this does not add up, yep. right? And then how this is playing out in society, it's like, man, this is... Um, this is very, very red flag all day. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's read from um, 45 through 46, uh, that, which is going to say, The one with Zaharat who has the plague mark should wear torn clothes. The hair of his head is to hang loose. Hang loose, babe. Uh, <laughs> he is to cover his upper lip and cry unclean, unclean all the days during which the plague is on him. He will be, on, he will be unclean. He is unclean. He is to dwell alone outside of the camp, and that's where that will be his dwelling. Mm -hmm. um, so now, 
when we say unclean, and the word for that is uh, it's going to be talmei, and it means um, defiled, uh, infamous, polluted, unclean, right? And it's coming from the word uh, tamei, uh, meaning uh, foul in a religious sense, uh, defiled, infamous. And so it's going to be backing up these terms. And basically what it's, it's telling you is that these are going to be these symptoms, and this person has to clearly show, like with the torn clothes and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, they have, it's... You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's like an identification, right? And it's the kind of identification where you don't have to like, uh, you're already wearing it. Yeah, Nobody has to ask right. you, uh, let me see your papers, right. right? It's like you're already, it's, it's already on display. Um, but the thing is, you're wearing the torn clothes also, you know, so you can see the mark of it on the flesh. Wow. Right. Okay. So you're making sure that it's, it's, you know, you already have the symptoms and it's like, don't hide the symptoms. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you don't want to be a liability to the village or anything like that. Right. But the symptoms have to be, you know, very stark, you know, but like I said, once again, this isn't one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, show me your papers or anything like that. You have, you, you already have the mark in your flesh. You're just making it shown like this. That way. You're not a lie. Like I said, you're not a liability to the rest of the village. Right. You know, and you don't quarantine the whole village. Right. This one right here. Right. It sucks, you know, but you're really not going to do anybody any favors by shutting everything down. Yeah. That's done more harm to everybody else. Indeed. Right. It's. Uh, it's we have enough proof of that. Yeah. I'm talking about nuts. So protocols. Right. Yep. Man. OK. So we got. Um, so let's see. Now, it says that all the days the plague is on him. All right. So that sounds to me like the plague can be lifted from him. All right. Then we'll explore that in just oh, a little bit. Interesting. All right. But this person, it, it seems that this person doesn't want to follow what was prescribed. All right. So when you yeah. when, remember, y'all, God is with them. If you get leprosy, he's like, man, what were you doing? Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> it's like, how, how you going to get leprosy, man? God is like right here. You know, and he gave his commandments on how y'all are supposed to do things. And if you got leprosy, man, what were you doing? <laughs> and, and, when, and, and when the priest gives you the, uh, the prescription and God is there and you still got leprosy, what were you doing? Yeah. Right? Okay, so let's see. Um, now, if uh, this person is to be put outside the camp, Right. It's evidently they're not reg they're not registering, you know, the protocols here. Uh, and he's going to be put outside the camp. You know, he, she uh, until they realize who God is. Mm -hmm. He's there. And then they obey. Do what the Lord says. Yeah. Right. And because um, who knows, like I said, what they were doing. It's like, well, we can kind of, you know, we kind of, you know, figure it out. Um, it's like, remember, like, you know, if you got this wound and, you're, and, and you dress it wrong, it's, you know, when we talk about the mixing fabrics and stuff like that, you know, people call that a bunch of superstitious nonsense. Like, no, the fabrics behave a certain way. Right. Right. It's, it is. It is science, y'all. It is. Okay. This is, you know, these things Actual can. Science. Yeah. It, it, when it encourages, you know, a certain kind of uh, fungus. Yes. You know, in that, you know, that these, these things, they'll get into your flesh. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Um, so let's see. Um, now. This is why, y'all, Jesus, who represents the perfect completion of the seven days, right? Remember what the priest says, seven days, right? Yeah. Come back and see me. And then seven days, right? So it's, this, this repetition of the seven days points to Jesus, right? Remember, y'all, the Lord in the six-day account, 
resting on the seventh, when he says, hey, man, this is very good, right? This is, this is, this is you know, the model right here. God basically moving heaven and earth, letting you know that these stars and stuff like this, going to be signs for you and all that sort of stuff, all the work that he did. And he sits back and he rests and says, this is, this is it. God made a cosmic declaration to let you know that this number seven represents satisfaction to him, yeah. right? It's done. It's good, right? That's his, so now Yeshua is that when he says it is finished, he is, he is representing what satisfies the Lord. This is my son. I take delight in him. Yeah. Right? So that's, like I said, it's a cosmic declaration right here. So when the priest is saying, I want you to go and, and come back and see me in seven days, that seven, that repetition of seven is pointing to Yeshua, our high priest, mm -hmm. right? Represented by the number seven. So when, um, when you go see um, Jesus, this is you recognizing who he is, right? So when they're like, son, you know, and, and they see Jesus, right? And, they, and they've got, the, can you heal me, right? Can you hook me up? That's them recognizing who he is, Yes. right? And the one who represents number seven can heal them in an instant. Yeah. Okay, now notice y'all, awesome. the priest are to go outside the camp. They're to go outside the camp to confirm the leper is healed. Right. Right. So, they, you know, they get like a text message and stuff like that, you know, because the leper can't come in here. They get a text message and then they go out there, you know, and then they go, you know, check on the leper. They say, oh, OK, right. you know, let's let's go ahead and follow up on this. So now. But however, Jesus, the high priest, goes outside the camp to heal the leper. They went outside the camp to check on the leper, mm. confirm it. Jesus goes outside to heal. Yeah. Right. So let's take a look at um, Luke 4, 13, 15. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Don't tell anyone, Jesus, Jesus instructed him. But go show yourself to the priest and present the offering Moses prescribed for your cleansing as a testimony to them. But the news about Jesus spread all the more and great crowds came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. This is substantiating what I said earlier. God was with them. Yeah. Okay. Jesus is God with them and Jesus was God back here also. Yes. It's all Jesus, right? He was there. Now, it ain't no big challenge y'all for God to heal them. Hmm. But it was a big challenge for them to obey him. True. Right? Yeah. Even the most seemingly simple instructions. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, y'all? It's <laughs> like, dude, what were you doing? Right. When this prescription was given, did you follow the prescription? <laughs> no, you didn't. You did not obey. Right? So those with Za'arat outside the camp in the OT were, were stuck with it. Due to disobedience, all right, <clears throat> the obedient were healed. Mm -hmm. So now, if, if I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm crazy here, y'all. Yeshua is going to demonstrate that disobedience. Uh, that disobedience okay. is the issue. Yeah. Right. He heals the disobedient by grace. So he goes out there and say, like, "Hey, Lord, if you're willing, you know, uh, hook, you know, hook, hook it up, right? Yeah. You know, Lord, you know, can 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 I be cleansed of this?" And God's like, "Yeah." 
you know, takes care of it just like that. Right now he heals them by grace. You ain't got to wait no seven day period, you know, waiting for the blood work to come back and all that sort of stuff. Right. Y'all remember, remember talk about that, right? Ain't no nerve wracking stuff like that. Healed them on the spot. All right. And he did this by grace and the leper was immediately disobedient, right? Let's look at the, uh, another account of that. Mark 1, uh, 40 through 45, uh, 40, yeah, 40, 45. Then a leper came to Jesus, begging on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and the man was cleansed. Jesus promptly sent him away with a stern warning. Hmm. See that you tell no one. Yeah. But go show yourself to the priest and present the offering Moses prescribed for your cleansing as a testimony to them. But the man went and openly began to proclaim and spread the news. Wow. Flat out disobe disobeyed Jesus wow. despite the Lord's grace. Yeah. Right. But hey, the man, uh, what, what do you think happened? The man assumed he was justified, right? Yeah. Right. What was the harm in it? Wow. Right? Maybe he even felt like he was doing the Lord a yeah, favor. Yeah, probably, I would think. Yeah. Right? What's the harm in it? What's the harm in it? Famous last words. Yeah. The devil to eat. What's the harm wow. in it? Right? Simple instruction that God gave. Simple instruction. Despite all the grace that I have given you up front, this is my policy to you. Don't eat from this tree. Simple instruction. Yeah. But what's the harm in it? <laughs> Right? And then the sin followed. Same thing right here. Right? What's the well, Come on, Jesus, what's the harmony, man? I'm gonna go tell folks, man. This is amazing. What you did for right. me is amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm gonna go tell. Disobedient. Yeah. Right? My goodness. So that's weird. Now, God's like, you allowed yourselves to be governed by your feelings. Mm. Not by me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Doesn't matter how, did, did you square, did you listen to what I said? Do you square what it is that you think by what I say? No, you're ruled by your feelings, hmm. right? So these are the things that get us into so much trouble. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. Because we don't square our feelings by the word of God. 100%. You know, God, you just go ahead and sit back, I'm gonna answer to my feelings, yep. right? And that's what happened here. How can this be wrong? Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. It doesn't feel wrong. Right. You know, this guy's like, uh, yeah, you know, this ain't going to go well. All right. So now the priests are supposed to go outside the camp to see the healed leper. Jesus sends the cleansed leper to the priest. Mm -hmm. Want to know why? Because Jesus is the high priest that went outside the camp to see the leper yeah. and healed him. Right. Yeah. This isn't one of those things where Jesus is like, hey, do you want me to send a message? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go tell them for you. It's like, no, he just doesn't have to do none of that. Man, I am the priest. Right. I'm the high priest. Yes. Right. And I've come out here to heal you. Yeah. Not just to examine you, to heal you. Right. Yeah. So awesome stuff. Now, let's see. Uh, read Leviticus. Let's read Leviticus 13, 47 through 54. All right. Where are you at? 47. 
Don't be hiding from me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, also, when a garment has a mark of za'arat on it, whether it is a woolen or a linen garment, whether it is woven or textured linen or wool, leather, or anything made from leather. No, I'll do leather. What, how does that sound? <laughs> no life to a leather. That's right. <laughs> Stop. And that, that's like, a, no, that's, is that Judas Priest? No, that's Metallica, right? No life to a leather. I think that's off the, um, oh my goodness. the, uh, the kill, uh, the kill them all, kill them all. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's old school right there. <laughs> that's old school Metallica right there. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if that was hit the lights or, I don't know. Anyway. No <laughs> light to leather. <laughs> There's always got to be a song or two in the Zopia. That's again. right, man. Because <laughs> God's a rocker. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Where's, uh, I just fell on the word greenish. Is that, where, is that where I left off? Yeah. Or if the mark is a greenish or reddish within the garment. Uh, you don't want no green funk, you know, green <laughs> or funk growing in, your, growing in your garments. All right. <laughs> or in the leather, or in the weaving, or the texture, or in anything made from leather, <laughs> is the plague of Zaharat. And you should be shown to the Cohen. Ugh, go show the Cohen that, man. Oh. That's gnarly, dude. This chapter is giving me the heebie-jeebies. It <laughs> I really know, sorry. is. Sure feel like I'm scratching <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. It is a plague of Zaharat and should be shown to the Cohen. The Cohen is to examine the plague and isolate it for seven days. Then he is to re-examine the plague on the seventh day. If the plague has spread in the garment, either into the weaving, uh, the texture or the leather, whatever the use for the leather may be, the plague is a destructive mildew. Ew. Right? Oh, man. Uh, it is unclean. He is to burn the garment or the weaving or the texture, wool or linen or anything or anything of leather in which the plague resides, for it is a destructive mildew. Ew. It is to be burned with fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that'd be a cool name for like a like a full on doom band. We are destructive mildew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Destructive mildew. Destructive mildew. Don't let me catch you because I'll put it on you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Stop! Destructive mildew. Destructive mildew. <laughs> that's some, like, that's some straight up schoolyard kid stuff, man. Like, oh, teacher, he's going to put destructive mildew on me. Destructive mildew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, 53. <laughs> the Cohen uh, examines it, and behold, the plague has not spread in the garment, either in the weaving, the texture, or in anything made of leather. <laughs> the Cohen should command that they wash the thing which has the mark. And <laughs> yeah, wash, <laughs> wash that mark, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, why you need to wash your marks, man? All right, Stop. <laughs> all right, uh, which has the mark, and he is to isolate it for seven more days. All right, so let's take a look at that. All right, now see how this leprosy y'all can get into things and into a person. That's why it's talking about don't mix fabrics. It's like, oh, the Bible's stupid, it's superstition, it talks about mixing fabrics. It's like, yeah, there's a reason for that. So, as we said earlier, just uh, recap like, say, for instance, wool. It doesn't mean that wool doesn't grow mildew. It's just more naturally uh, mold resistant than like linen. So you don't you don't want to mix right. those. 
right? You can't really wash them the same. The fabric, you know, it's, it's you know, in doing that, you, you tear the fabric and stuff like that. You can, you, like, you, yeah. you can shred the wool and stuff. Uh, they don't dry the same. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. these things have to be, you, know, you, you just don't mix fabrics. But also that is also a, uh, a picture of mixing other faiths. I was just going to ask you right? if it was... It is, is it over-spiritualizing this to say that it could represent mixing faiths? Not at all. No. Okay. Because okay. It, it is a picture of that also. Yeah. Right? Okay. That in itself will form a destructive spiritual mildew. That's true. Right? You, yeah. You, we don't want to be spiritual lepers, y'all. Yeah. And basically, you know, we might as well be. Without Jesus, that's what we are. Oh, absolutely. Right? And our high priest comes and cleanses us of, of that. Yeah. But when you're mixing fabric salt, when you're assuming that you can mix, see now, and this is, you know, like people try to say, oh, the Bible's racist and it doesn't want, you know, people mixing oh, or they'll try I to, it's like, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do Nonsense. with the nations, you know, or anything like that mixing. Right. It's about the mixing of pagan gods, following exactly. other cultures and stuff like that, following other laws that don't square up or don't rest on the foundation of God's word. Mm -hmm. If your morality or your, your sense of virtues and stuff like that do not rest on the foundation of God, it is built on sand, it will collapse. Yeah. Nobody will be able to square it with each other. It's my morality or your virtues versus my, my ideas and stuff like that. And that will encroach on somebody else's. The buck yeah. has to stop somewhere and it stops with God, the eternal Amen. foundation to build on, right? Yes. To build a society on, to be able to maintain a society that is built on rock and this rock does never decays. Amen. Right? Everything else, we're, we're, we're made of finite material. The world is, is a, the, the universe is all finite material, right? But the word of God, that's a rock that's infinite. It, it does not decay. Everything right? else is passing away. That's the right. The word of God stands forever. Darn right. right? <laughs> so that's, you know, when we're talking about mixing fabrics, that's, that is the picture of that. But there is actually the literal protocol of not mixing fabrics okay. because it is a, it's a sure way to get uh, destructive mildew into your flesh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, uh, okay. The primitive root, y'all, for and the, the, and, uh, another interesting thing, when we talk about za'arat, uh, the primitive word, the root meaning, the primitive root meaning of the word za'arat is scourged. Oh. Interesting, yeah. right? that the one who came to cure the lepers would be scourged, Yeah. right? It's right there in the core meaning. It's like the Lord's always speaking to us. It's yeah. like, yeah, that was me. I was always there. Always letting you know who I am, what I'm gonna do, what's gonna happen to mm -hmm. me, right? The, this, the code has always been there. And it, it tells you, remember, that when it talks about the gate of the tabernacle, it means to, the gate means to calculate. It means to add it up. Right. You're supposed to see Yeshua in this information. Right. Um, so now when we're talking about these animal, these fur, these furs, uh, the skins, uh, the leather, the washing, the burning, these uh, terms that are going to be in there and these uh, protocols for these things. These are the elements foreshadowing John the Baptist prophesying of Jesus. John the Baptist, a Levite. Right. Because mm -hmm. the priests here, they're Levites, the Cohen. Yeah. Right. John the Baptist, a Levite himself, wore camel fur, a leather belt. Right. So it's kind of like giving you it's giving you all these elements that are going to be pointing to this. Right. Yeah. Ate locust, a kosher insect <laughs> for eating. Right. It's a strange diet. 
Very. Strange diet. You know what that means? You can't miss them. <laughs> right? true. Eat locust and honey. <laughs> Kosher, right? So they can do, he, can, he can do these things, right? And, the, and, and all these pictures, these elements, are going to be pointing you to this event. They're all in there. You can't miss him. Yeah. Okay? So um, also baptized with water, fulfilling the foreshadowing of Moses, consecrating the priests by water. Yeah. Right? These are all Levites, guys. Yeah. Right? right? And what does John the Baptist say that reflects the protocols of water and fire? Right? Because we saw this, right? Okay, this is how you're going to treat these clothes, this, these fabrics, either by water or by fire. Yeah. All right? Matthew 3.11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes the one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. Some translations may say uh, to not untie. Um, he will baptize you with Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and fire. Mm. All right. So let's take a look at uh, Leviticus 55 through 59. Um, let's see. Then the Cohen is to re-examine it after the mark has been washed. And behold, <laughs> hey, behold, man. Good job on washing them marks. All right. Uh, behold, if the mark has not changed its color and has not spread, it is unclean. You are to burn it in the fire, whether the rot, za'arot. <laughs> it's called it the rot. I guess maybe that's where we get rot from. Yeah. Yeah. Get it from za'arot. All right. Um, I love saying it because it makes me think of Dune. You are the Zarat. All right. <laughs> I don't even know if they say Zarat, but it sounds like some Dune language. All right. Uh, is beside, is inside or outside. If the Cohen looks and sees the mark has faded after it has been washed, then he is to tear it out of the garment. Tear it out or the leather or weaving or texture. But if it appears again in the garment, either in the weaving, the texture, or in anything made of leather, it is spreading. You are to burn it with fire, whatever has the mark, the garment, or weaving, or texture, or whatever leather, leather item, it is you, it is that you have washed. If the mark has departed from it, it is to be washed, let me see, if the wash has departed from it, is to be washed a second time and will become Clean. This is the Torah of the mark of Zaharat in a garment of wool or linen, either in the weaving, the texture, or in anything of leather to pronounce it clean or pronounce it unclean. All right. Hmm. So let's see. Um, now, the thing I would ask, I'm asking y'all, you know, because some of y'all, you know, maybe, maybe you do some um, um, sewing or anything like that, you know. Um, knitting or, or what have you, uh, I would ask how once, once this hole has been cut in this garment, uh, what good is it? Is it, is, is, is it still any good anymore? Um, I mean, because when we're talking about a hole that's being cut in it, right, it's, it's not like a tear. You know, there's, you know, fabric that, you know, tear, like right. it got ripped or something. Well, you, the, the fabric is still there, right? You could stitch that back together. But a hole, y'all, that's a subtraction of fabric. Yeah. You know, that's that's fabric that would have to be added back. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, you they're gonna have these cutouts of their clothes. It's like full on eighties fashion. 
<laughs> right, we, we gonna have these these holes in their clothes and stuff like that. It's like, you know, I might start a new fashion, right? I'm just going up these holy clothes. It's holy clothes, right? I got my holy clothes, right? And praise, you know, praise Adonai. Remember those denim pouches that they used to carry at the grocery store? I think so, with iron on. Like the '80s, yeah. Yeah, really. I've, I've tried those. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what they needed. <laughs> I, you know, I guess so. But that's, you know, like, but I'm like wondering. It's like, well, how, what was, you know, what do they do with that? It's like, okay, I cut a hold of my clothes. I'm washing. I'm going to wear it again. I'm going to go show it to the priest. And, and, but, you know. Got to patch it. Yeah, got to patch it. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, or do like a, what do they call it, a, a darning, like do like a darning stitch on it, you know, because you, you don't want to add new fabric back to it. You're going to have to like, you know, uh, but I don't know if that's going, that's just not going to work out, right? Because, you know, uh, anyway, uh, so let's take a Mark 2, 21, uh, where it says, no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an mm -hmm. old garment. Yeah. All right. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old. Yeah. Making the tear worse. <laughs> All right. So when we when washed with new fabric, y'all, this is going to shrink away from the old. So but more importantly, y'all, we're talking about leprous fabric here. And not just a, in, in this right here, not just we're not talking about just washing. But if if the fabric is leprous. Why are you going to add new fabric to it? Right. So we got to mm -hmm. make sure that this is all out. Yeah. OK. So um, this isn't. Now, the thing is, when Jesus gives them this lesson, y'all, there's the, this is the, the main key. This is and this is Jesus doing this all the time. And this is another example of it. This isn't Jesus giving them some new parable. Right. You guys see where this is going? Because we do, Jesus does this over and over again. Right. Yeah. That's how we know it's him. Yeah, that's exactly. how we know it. Right. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, what's this strange lesson that you're giving us and the, the wine skins and fabrics and stuff like that? OK. And Jesus like, man, that don't sound familiar to you. <laughs> right. That's what it comes down to, y'all. It's like, man, that was me. That was me giving you those ordinances, these strange ordinances. They're still going to line up scientifically. Absolutely. Y'all you know, going to try to say, oh, this is this superstitious, primitive minded nonsense. Oh, my goodness. Actually, they were correct. Yeah. You know? sick people and washing your hands a lot. Right. You know, it's like these laws that the Lord put in there for, for hygiene and stuff like that, yeah. for people's safety without compromising, uh -huh. you know, the, the, the flow of, of the economy and stuff like yes. that. It's like the, Jesus, you know, had a very common sense still has a common sense yes. approach to these things. But at any rate, y'all, Jesus is these statutes that he set up back then. They're they're very stark. It's like, wow, man, it's how do you miss it? It's like, yeah. OK, this is this is interesting. <laughs> that's going to I think that's going to stay with it. it should. It should stand out in your mind for a while. So Jesus is like, hey, this sound familiar. Right. So it wasn't some new parable that he was giving them, he was reflecting them and pointing them back to the law that he gave back then. It's like, yeah, dude, that was me, right? Yeah. You recognize me? <laughs> All right. So the procedure, y'all, of water, the fire, the animal skins, the leather, and the moral lesson here is don't try to make the atonement. Don't try to take the atonement that I make for you and try to stitch it to you trying to uphold the religion. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm. See, y'all, the Jews were given this for all intensive purposes. It was a religion. It's not a religion for us. 
Yeah. It's not. It's not meant to be a religion for anybody else. Only the Jews. Yeah. For one simple reason: to recognize the Redeemer when He shows up. That's all it's about. Amen. That's it, right? The the sacrifices, the protocols with these uh, uh, concerning leprosy, all of it, even the leprosy. These things that are there. These. these they're very stark things. They're, they're things that are, are seared into your mind, yeah. right? There's no excuse, basically for this reason. So there's no excuse for the Jews to not recognize the Redeemer when he showed up. Amen. Right? They were made the exclusive custodians of this yeah. to keep this law. Our Redeemer would come through them, right? To redeem them, whether they want to be redeemed or not, and nobody replaces them. Right. right. Like I said, even if there's one Jew left <laughs> yeah. and he's the only one who decides that I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Then that is the nation of Israel and they will not be replaced. Amen. All right. So our Redeemer comes through them, but he does these things. So we recognize him when he shows up. That's what it's all about. It's not a religion for them. It's like people wonder why they don't have these um, these these uh, statutes. You know, we, they don't do a, a lot of these things anymore because Jesus had already made atonement for it. Right. right. And there's no place that's ordained for them to keep doing these things. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, 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 the lesson is done. The Redeemer has shown up and says, yeah, man, I'm the fulfillment of all this. All this stuff was talking about me. Yeah. I've come. I've gone. If you missed it, that's on you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's on <laughs> you. Right. So that's what it's all about, y'all. And Jesus is saying, don't try to take this grace that I've given you and try to stitch it, you know, and try to it, it stick to this old law. Because what did we say earlier? We all spiritual lepers, y'all. Mm -hmm. Right. Our, our, our inside, our outside, our clothing, all leprous. Right. And we go try to we're going to assume that we're going to try to tear this out of us, you know, and, and uh, um, you know, in this new in this new time where, where the Lord has already come whether you accepted him or not. Yeah. You know, the Lord to come, he didn't, he didn't reset, he didn't reset this thing. We, 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 we on his, we on his time now. Right. We, we've always been on his time. That's true. But yeah. when he came into the world, it's like, okay, we, the whole world, whether the world wants to admit it or not, we, it's, it's under his watch. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's always, but you know what I'm saying? Right. I've come, I've made the atonement. Mm -hmm. All right. So whether you agree with it or not, I'm that, I'm that new piece. Yeah. And you can't take this new piece and sew it on the thing of old. It ain't going to work. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So nobody can live up to their religions, y'all. Nobody right. can. According to everybody's religion, y'all, like I said, we, everybody's hellbound. Everybody's a leper. Yeah. Right? All fall short. We yeah. all do. Right? And there's too many... Thinking also, y'all, there's the dynamic of too many people thinking that they can mix the fabrics of beliefs. Oh, right? definitely. Like we were talking, uh, uh, my buddy uh, Joe Messina and I, we were talking about, you, know, you got Christians out there uh, reading tarot cards, having nice. tarot readings and stuff like that. You know, doing these other new age things. It's all, it's all ancient paganism and, and uh, it's satanic. Yeah. Right? I don't care how benign or benevolent it may seem like that. If it ain't a God, man, it's the devil. Period. Yeah, yeah. The devil masquerades as an angel of light. 
He sure does. We don't take that seriously. Yeah, the people don't. It's, um, praise be to God, we do. We know what's up. Amen. Right? But you know, you know that it's it's the truth. A lot of people, I, you know, seriously or or not, if 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 it's serious business, if they're assuming to be Christians, but looking to be fulfilled in other things, trying to find something to complete them or something that they can have faith in or seek comfort in. When the Lord himself is like, dude, man, I send you the comforter. <laughs> yeah. I am the sufficient one. What, are you, are you calling me a liar? <laughs> mm. You know? So people are doing these things. That's mixing fabrics, right? And that, y'all, that really gets leprosy into the fabric, she right? Does. And that's a disease that gets into your flesh. Oh, yeah. Right? Down into your, and, you know, I'm, I, when, when, of course, we're not talking about the kind of leprosy where you see it eating away at your skin, but your flesh is killing you. Oh, yeah. Right? It's supposed to be the other way around. You follow Jesus, yes. you're supposed to kill your flesh. Right? Be a living sacrifice to the Lord. Right? Yeah. Not the other way around. So, that's what you know, we're talking about. The, all this, people trying to, especially when they call themselves Christians. Okay, you've taken, you're, you're going to go with the trappings of Christianity and claim to be a Christian. You're going to take that new patch and you're going to sew it onto some old leprous stuff. The leprosy's still in there, man. You're going to try to put a patch on that? You're going to try to put a patch of the Lord on that? The Lord be like, oh, no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. Okay, so, um, and these, these are the people, y'all, these are the people who feel like something is missing. They oh. always feel like something is missing. Yeah. They've got, they've, yeah, they've got a hole. They've got a hole, right? Assuming that they can cover it. You say, yeah, Jesus can, he can cover that hole. He can fill that hole up. But if, you, if you're going to try to have Jesus you know, as the word says, man, you can't be serving two masters. Yeah. You know, even Amen. if that, whether it's Jesus, whether it's money or, or trying to serve your religion or something like that, trying to live up to the, uh, the, the tenets of your religion and stuff like that, it ain't going to work. Mm. Your philosophies, your beliefs, your feelings or anything like that, it ain't going to hold up. Right. Right. That stuff has leprosy in it. Yes, it does. All right. So um, now when you have like um, just any of this stuff, you're going to feel you're going to feel empty right it's just good it's gonna um it, it's you're gonna feel incomplete right against the lord saying that yeah totally. man i'm the sufficient one right so uh all that sort of stuff man it's it whether you're you know you, you'll have these people who uh they'll 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 be looking to be fulfilled despite their feelings their habits their addictions uh their false ideals of fulfillment closure all that sort of stuff they'll, they'll be seeking fulfillment in it ain't gonna work Right now, um, with that, y'all, you're going to have this sense of even if you feel like, you know, well, I've got Jesus and I know Jesus and all that sort of stuff. But you feel like you're being torn apart. Right. You feel, feel like you're just tearing apart from the inside. Mm. That's why, because you can't hold on to these leprous ideas so many Christians, that's why they're so, you see so many falling away from the faith. Yeah. They feel unfulfilled. The apostasy that we're seeing. So I, don't, I haven't gotten my experience. You yeah. know, I don't feel like, you know, I've, I've, I've made my, my connection with God. You know, or there, there's these things that they feel like they should be able to do or should be able to see. Or, mm -hmm. or the things that make it so evident that they really are a Christian and stuff like that. The, yeah. this, this evidence that they're supposed to see. It does, it, you can't do that. These things will leave you feeling like you're being torn apart. The word of God is telling you, look, man, I'm that new patch, but you still got leprosy in your perspective. 
Wow. In the fabric of your existence, the leprosy is still there. Mm. And you're trying to test it. I will tear away from that. Yes. I'm going to tear away from it. And, it. and you will feel like you're being torn apart. Oh, preach it. That's what we end up with. Yeah. All right. So, y'all, that being said, you got to get into the counsel of the Holy Spirit and square more than square. Say, hey, Lord. Your word says you make me a new creature. I want to be a new creature. Yes. According to what you say a new creature is. Yes. I don't want you to make me a new creature in my old creatureness. Exactly. Right? I don't want to I don't want to try to feel com I don't want to be made to feel comfortable in my habits, in my beliefs, yep. in my ideas and all these sort of things like that. That's what that's what a lot of people want. A lot of people want that. Yeah. That's what they want to be. They want to be able to stay who they are and who they are is fine. And you should just accept them and stuff like that and, and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. No. And you can't do that because that's just saying, hey, Jesus, I just want you. I don't I don't actually want you to forgive me of my sins. You know, I don't want you to make me a new creature. I don't I don't want I, I, I want this is who I'm comfortable being. I'm comfortable in this. I'm comfortable with what's, what's familiar. I just want to keep on revisiting this over and yeah. over and over again. And I want you to make it comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Good word. That's Very leprosy. Good word. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's, 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 that's it's still in you. And, yeah. and Jesus, the one who's made atonement for us, the one who came and gave us that new patch to cover that hole that we feel in our lives. Yeah. Right? Jesus is like, no, I'll, I'll tear away from that. Yeah. You want to stay with the leprosy. Yes. And, and Jesus is like, I, oh. I ain't here to do that. Yeah. Right? All right, y'all. Well, there we go. That was a great <clears throat> word tonight. Oh, right on. You know the Lord going to hook up a good oh, word. yeah. He packs that holy hookah, man. <laughs> That's right. But ultimately, <laughs> repentance is supposed to lead to regeneration. Yes. That's the freedom. Yeah, it is. Right? That's the You want to be free from this leprosy, man? Yes. Man, just, I'm telling you, man, this mug, making whatever you drink, man, it's going to make it mug licking good. So, I was like, good to the good to the last drop. Zopium Den mug. <laughs> right? That's right. I'm a jukebox. I'm a jukebox full of them jingles, baby. All right. Jeez. So, thank you guys so much. And Lord, we hope that our study was a blessing to you. We thank you. It's like, uh, you know, it was definitely, definitely a blessing to us. You'd be blowing our minds. Yes. And uh, so we, we'll, we'll take this as bad as, uh, as, a, as the straight up shot, you know, that people, you know, will, will get, uh, you know, this is the treatment uh, to, to get that leprosy, that spiritual leprosy out of us. Lord, thank you for hooking it up because we know that in your shots ain't no weird stuff in it. Right. We know we can count on you to be not putting like, you know, weird preservatives and, you know, any other nefarious things in there to uh, to make it weird. Uh, we know that you're going to give up, you know, give the goods, you know, to help us, you know, get through this world, Lord. And, um, you know, we, we want to be able to, you know, occupy here and, you know, inherit the kingdom as well. And where we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. And uh, we thank you so much for that. We, we want to thank you for all eternity. We want to party with you forever. Um, you know, herpes free. And, um, and for y'all who are listening, y'all, we thank you so much. You're a blessing to us. We yes. hope we'd like to think that our fellowship and our study is a blessing to the Lord. And we're so thankful that you guys are here. And uh, thank you for supporting <clears throat> and, uh, you know, just, you know, for sharing the vids, you know, that you guys want to help, uh, you know, help us to get the, the salt and light word, the salt and light word uh, out there as we report of who the Lord is. Yeah. And uh, so we thank you guys so much. Um, 
like I said, for the support, you know, the message is free, delivering it's not. And um, so, you know, thank you for helping us to keep the lights on and grow, you know, with these messages and Amen. be able to put them in, yeah. you know, mediums that are, you know, that don't compromise the message, but, you know, may be more interesting to, you know, other people, you know, some eye candy, some ear candy and stuff like that. Not ear tickling, but, you know, put it in a way, That's like right. I said, not compromising the message. Just, yes. you know, presenting it in, you know, interesting <laughs> ways and stuff like that. So, you know, we really, um, you know, appreciate your prayers and your support to help us do that. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that was Leviticus 13, all three parts. Where can they catch up on the first two parts? On uh, the website? Yeah, they'll be in the playlist. I got the Zopium Den playlist. So, you know, you can backtrack through that. Uh, so, yeah, and of course, at the website, um, you know, and all that to say, you know, just if you, if you tune in, you know, if you feel like you missed something, you know, we got them all. You know, they're all in yeah. there and uh, try to keep bronzeserpentmedia.com. I try to be as organized as possible. You guys, you know, <laughs> I can use your prayers on that too. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Blessings and shalom. Shalom. I got no more coffee. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Zopium Den. Coming up is the album that I produced featuring Ava Aston on vocals. If you like what you hear, the album is available at my website, bronzesupermedia.com. It's called Pour the Light In. You can download it, stream it, or get these indie pop genre jams on CD. I hope you'll support our salt and light efforts to promote the gospel and the culture by creating me.
Funky right now Thank God for the gift of music Turn it up 
Indulge until you do 